Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include adult language and mature themes. The time has come. The time has come. The price to be paid. Three heads as agreed when the deal was made. The debt has been called, through the voice of a child. Now summoned false, we go into the wild. Imagine a world beyond the frontier, commanded by beauty, whimsy, and fear. Where each season holds a kingdom its own, summer and winter, between and unknown. But heed the steps along your path, or else endure the Feylord's wrath. The moon and the sky, a king lost in its light. The queen's empty shadow brings with her dark night. Lost in it all, one who opened the door. She stands at the precipice, her heart yet unsure. Names have been won, and now blades will sing. The bard has been set. Will the knight takes a king? This is the Feywild West. Beware the realm of fairy. We must be wise. We must be brave. Now let's be legendary. Find a tree first, though. A tree? Yeah, check on the kids. How much time did we lose? Oh, fuck. Okay, I'm going to find a tree that isn't a person. Okay. Give me a watch. Oh, yeah. I go in the door. Okay, so you find a tree and go in the door. Yeah. This time you're actually greeted by James, who is on his way out. Hey! Hey! Huh? Uh, you okay? Kids were saying you were off somewhere weird. <laughs> yep, they're correct. Rub my eyes. Uh, you okay? You need, you need some backup? You need people to come get you? Yes, but you can't. Uh, Unless you know it is a Feywild. Uh, oh. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um. This time I think it's on us. Shit. Yeah. My thoughts exactly. And the worst part is that Talia cannot leave. Say what? Talia cannot leave. She can't even come into this pocket in the astral plane. The fuck? Why not? How do I say this nicely? My beloved wife made an incredibly, an unfathomably stupid, stupid decision a few months ago. Let it be known that I told her not to several times. In fact, I begged her not to. And she, do you know what she said? Do you know what she fucking said? She said, 
I know what I'm doing, Celine. Those are the worlds. She said, check the podcast. It's on there. (laughs) (laughs) She said those worlds to me and made a deal, made a fucking deal with an all-powerful entity who she had no idea what his agenda is, was, whatever. And now she's stuck in the Feywild until the outside of the balcony is complete. Like, you can't open the door out for her? I haven't tried. I doubt it, so. Don't see why it would work if this doesn't. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd offer to send help, but I can't. <laughs> uh, Fuck! How long is this taking? <laughs> Time is ticking away, and you're just watching it like, you know, ten minutes have gone by by this point, maybe. Okay. So, yeah. That's our day. Oh, it's been like a week. Wait, what day is it? What is the date? Uh, ninth of the wolf. Oh, gods. So it has been... So we slept for three days. <sighs> this is fucked. Yeah, um... Th- there's no way I can send people in here and they can leave through your door, right? That's not how it works. Fuck. The only way, and I'm not even entertaining this idea, is if I come to you so a door that I open, then you would be able to come through. Why the fuck don't you do that? Because I'm not bringing anyone else into the wild. Celine. James. I'm not your boss anymore, but I... You two are two of my closest friends. The only person I'd consider a closer friend is Sarah. I'm not just going to leave you two out there hanging to dry. Yeah, I'm hanging to dry. We're quite capable of defending ourselves. Listen, if you want to help, keep an eye on our children. <sighs> there is a piece of poetry, very old poetry, from around the time of the Sundering. It says, they also serve who only stand and wait. Narrows his eyes like, huh? <laughs> have, have you not heard that poem? No. Poetry was never my strong suit. It means that in a battle, there are people that are fighting on the front lines. They are serving. But the ones who stand and wait for them at home, they serve as well. We are on the front lines. We do not need help there, but we need someone here to keep an eye on our children. I understand, Celine. And yes, I will make sure your children are looked after. But please, open a door. You don't understand. The wilds are unpredictable. Even if I opened a door back here, there's no way that I would know that I could open a door to the exact spot that Talia was. Or if the wilds would move around here. Celine. James. Tomorrow. Best you can figure it. I don't even know when tomorrow is. As I said, best you can figure it. <sighs> open a door to Sarah's office. You do not know what you're offering. Hypothetically speaking, for some reason, I had to go to the hell plane. Hypothetically? Hypothetically. And I was in way over my head. What would you stop at? What would you and Talia stop at? To make sure that I had help to make it out alive. The question is, what would you stop at to keep us here? He is, like, visibly agitated. Celine, please. 
tomorrow. Open a door. Let me help. Let. It's not about letting someone help. It is about. <sighs> You're worried about people getting hurt. <sighs> that is a. <sighs> getting out. Who knows what else? Pain is so superficial can... compared to what might happen. This is me we're talking about, Celine. Not about you. I'm coming. I'll make sure you kids are watched out for and taken care of, but I'm coming. Even Mari's in for me not to open the door. You open a door, or I will find a way to. <laughs> she laughs at that. Like, And how do you supposed to do that? Albie. Albie? The mm. one that hangs out in Ernest's shop? Yep. What about him? Some tells me he can open doors just about as well as you can. Now, I don't know exactly where in the expanse of the Feywild you are, but something tells me he might have a pretty good guess, at least the general area to stop me off in. And what makes you think he's going to tell you anything? He doesn't much, seem to much care for anything except for stare, standing and staring. What could you offer him? Fine. If I can't reason with him to open a door for me, I'll just gaze him in the face. Do you know what happens if you do that? This is a straight-up threat. Then open the goddamn door. I want you to know how shitty this is. You do this thing, or I'm going to hurt myself. That's really shitty, you know that? Open a door, or I will go to hell and back to find a way to get to you. You might find hell preferable. I don't like this. I understand. But I don't like you two out there alone. You have to realize that tomorrow may as well be six weeks from now. Best you can figure it. Oh, hell. Give me ten hours, best you can figure it. Ten hours. Ten hours actually might get you through. <laughs> that I might actually be able to do. There you go. Give me ten hours. This is not a good idea. Maybe not. But from what you've been saying, you need an extra set of hands. She opens her mouth like she wants to protest. Like, we really don't need an extra set of hands. We just need... <sighs> just remember what I said. You might find it preferable. Ten hours. Sarah's office. Sarah's office. Thank you. He smiles. Your piece of shit. I punch him in the shoulder. <laughs> but thank you. Have you seen my children? Oh, yeah. Um, Jeff, I think, is doing homework or something. Okay, I'm going to go check on him. So I go and check on the kids, which was what I came here for. Yep. Pebbles. <laughs> Flicking pebbles. No, you're like you're like taking the night nail and like poking pebbles to see what happens. They're there as insurance. Like I, one fucking thing even attacks me. I'm bringing these out. Goddamn the rules. Okay, I take a pebble on and put it on my hand. Okay, you and touch it. Touch it. You, you just like tap the pebble. It lets out a shriek, <laughs> and suddenly it opens up and grows little legs and skitters off your hand and falls off. And then all the pebbles nearby 
all of a sudden also sprout legs and just start crawling away from like, you. I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't. Oh, man. <laughs> puts, the, puts the nails away. I am uh, in Sylvan. I I didn't know. I'm, oh, man. I'm just not touching anything. <laughs> Jairus in his room and sitting on his bed with a couple books spread out. Mom? Hey, kid. Are you guys back yet? Not yet. Just came to check on you. Okay. I think we made progress, though. Good. Uh, Good. Yeah? Question mark? I don't know. I really don't know. Is Adrienne in her room? Uh-huh. Okay. Go to check on her. Yeah. She's, she's sitting there with her headphones still on. <laughs> Pick up her iPod and see what she's listening to. <laughs> oh, this is good stuff. Good, good it's taste. boys. No, no, it's like death metal. <laughs> baby metal! Baby metal! She's listening to baby metal. Good, good taste, kid. She's actually sitting on the floor drawing with some crayons. I could have sit down like a crosswalk now. Mm-hmm. What are you drawing? She pushes some papers over. She's actually using, right now, a lot of blacks and purples and stuff. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what she's drawing is you can instantly tell it's Lord Longfellow mm. and the house. Yeah. Longfellow's house? Mm-hmm. She does, however, have tacked up on the wall mm-hmm. a recreation of the chalk drawing that she did while in the grove. Mm-hmm. There are some other happier colored ones too, mm-hmm. but I would say about 80% of what she's been coloring has been Longfellow. Longfellow. You know he's gone, right? Does this make him less scary? She shakes her head. Does it make you feel better about it? She nods. Then you should keep doing it. We are not done in the wild yet. She nods. But we are going to come back. I promise. And I can't lie. She gets up and hugs you. <laughs> and then Adrian goes over and takes the, the picture off the wall. Uh-huh. And brings it over to you. What's this? For mom. Of course. Of course. Of course. Okay. Okay, I have to get back to mom. She nods. We will be back, I promise. Give her a hug. Mm-hmm. She hugs. So I come back out. Okay. So, Tally, you, you were sitting there for about an hour. So Celine comes back out. I may or may not have pissed off the pebbles. You pissed off the pebbles. Yes. And you you yeah. look around and the area is suspiciously devoid of pebbles. Okay, not that I doubt you. <laughs> because I 100% believe that is the thing that happened on several levels. <laughs> but what did you do to piss off the pebbles? I touched one. You touched one? With one of the nails. Wow. I just wanted to see what would happen. You know and, then what it, and then it got up and screamed at me. When we, get, when we get put on trial because we brought cold iron into the Feywild, all, every single pebble that you pissed off is going to be speaking out against us. Okay, but uh, now keep in mind, the nails aren't cold iron. They're just normal iron, mm-hmm. which I don't know if that makes a difference. It does. And I did actually bring cold iron with me, as in it is in my bag. <gasps> Shit, I forgot to tell James not to bring iron. Oh, I hope he doesn't bring iron. Wait, what? Uh, okay, for the record, I tried to talk him out of it. I tried to talk him out of it. I even punched him. I explain. Oh, no. I tried, I tried, but he threatened to, like, jump off the mesa and go to hell and stare at Albie and drink poison. And... I could always scare him. 
W- what do you mean? He doesn't know I can turn into a wolf, so maybe I can just scare him back. <laughs> I mean, oh, okay, I so I will open the door and you just be a big wolf balking at him. But then he'll attack you and you'll die. <laughs> and I'll be like, why did you do that? You ruined a perfectly good Dahlia. Look at her, she has anxiety. <laughs> I tried to talk him out of it. I really did. I really, really did. I'm sure you did. <sighs> How long did he threaten? Uh, it's in 10 hours to open a door to Sarah's office. What time is it when you went in? Uh, it was like 6 p.m. 6 p.m., so... 4 a.m. All right. I'm still going to be a wolf when he comes in. That'll teach him. <laughs> oh, we could really scare him. Like, James, no, don't come in. No, I can't resist it. And then down into a wolf. And I'll scream really loud. No, I think it's funny you're just jumping on him. No, then, and, and then you jump on him. The swell of the sunrise. Pop your light. Oh, yeah. Pop light. Okay. All right. We keep walking. So you walk down into the valley towards the sunrise. And you're walking along for about four hours. With casting light on the yeah. scene. Uh, actually, you're walking for about six hours. Okay. Before you come to another forest. A sort of. It actually looks more like the beginning of a marsh. This is the Evermarsh. Do you know anything about the Evermarsh? Do what? I know anything about the Evermarsh? Make a history check. History. With a plus two. With a plus two. Cool. Seventeen. The Evermarsh is in the domain of spring and daylight. It's one of those places you remember reading about that is sentient and tends to, like, lure people into it. Oh, joy. With that check, I'll also say you read something about the hag of the Evermarsh. She's been here as long as the marsh has. I'm relaying all this to you, by the way. And is usually very welcoming and pleasant to those who can reach her hut. But? Is there a but? Is there a but? There have been a couple stories of her um, eating children. Well, we all have children, so that's pointing out favor. I guess. I suppose. Take your points where you can get them. Alright. Six hours? Mm-hmm. Mm. So I thought, well, and I have to go get... I can't believe I'm even fucking saying that. I'm going to go get James. I wish he wasn't coming, but I'm actually sort of glad. Same. I did try to... I tried really hard to talk him out of it. I know. But he's as stubborn as you. Oh, I am much more stubborn. I don't know. Getting you two to eat something is like pulling teeth. No, no. I am much more stubborn. <laughs> I don't need you to prove it. Good. I'm just saying both of you are pretty damn stubborn. Actually, you know what? He did out-stubborn me. But he did threaten me. He threatened himself with badly arm. So he's really not more stubborn. He's just meaner. It's called manipulative. Oh, is that what that's called? Yeah. Oh. Not that you would know anything not about that. Not that I know anything about that. Nope. Not Ooh. you, Miss Passies. Nope. Nope, not me. Gods, I wish I would have known what to read when I was in the law garden. Doesn't matter now. There's no way I could have known. I know. Well, let's keep walking. Okay. So you have to go get him. Get Jamie. I can't believe him. Anyway, here. Tay just smiles a little bit. like. And I keep insisting. I really tried to talk him out of it. But he was mean. You guys continue walking through the marsh. Tally, I need you to make me a perception check smell. Nine. Okay. As you're walking through the marsh, there's this scent of water and algae, lakeside plant growth, smell of mush around. Mm-hmm. When all of a sudden, you smell steak. 
like really, really rare steak. Really, really good rare steak. Oh, that's a good smell. I don't think it smells like right. You don't smell the steak? I smell mouse. Uh, Celine, make me a perception check. Hmm. Oh, I have, I have advantage. I guess it's better. Uh, 20. 20? You smell just the marsh. It's just mouse. Tell you, your stomach grumbles because you have actually not eaten anything. Oh, right. We haven't eaten. Oh, gods, we haven't. Hmm. Oh, maybe we should get the rations out. Yeah, maybe we should eat some. Tell you, those rations just still look dry. <laughs> All the shit is happening to me. God damn it. God, I wonder why. I wonder why I lift up your right arm and start hitting you with it. But if someone's making steak. Someone to guide us through this mouse, maybe? What? I explained to you what happened. Oh. So if you don't smell it. But I have a higher sense of smell than you do. Yes, but you know, I like steak too. I think I would smell it. As you're talking, do you see something float by beyond the tree line? Uh-huh. It looks like a table set that's floating along in the water with a full dining set on it with this giant tome-sized rare steak. And a bottle of the good whiskey next to it. Okay, Just I like know flo- that's bullshit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, no, no, okay. Yeah. I, I can objectively say, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Does do she I, see that? Do I see anything? Uh, perception check. When D2. So you see the direction she's looking in, just skeptically. You look over and some type of giant alligator that has a bunch of tentacles and stalk eyes coming up out of its back. Ooh, and I'm like, no, 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 no. What is it? It's an alligator with tentacles and stalk eyes. Oh, I take my gun out and I shoot it. Oh my god, Talia! What? Maybe it doesn't look like that to me. It looks like no, a four-course okay. meal. No, no, I, you take your gun out and I'm like, no, just ignore it. You don't need to shoot everything. <laughs> you take out Whisper. Yeah, no, Whisper appears in my head. No, 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 no. No. Uh, I say in Sylvan to the table. No, thank you. See, was it so out you to shoot it? <laughs> oh, God, James going to beat you, and you're both going to want to shoot everything. I want you to keep an eye on both of you. <laughs> Can we keep walking? Is it still following us? No, it's not following you. It's just floating along, just kind of doing its own thing. Oh, okay. Do you see the alligator now? Make a wisdom check. I'm going to cast Guidance on you. Try it now. 19, 20, 24. Yeah, you like shut your eyes and kind of like rub the heel of your hand into your eyes and open up and look. And yeah, no, the table's gone. And you see the weird green scaly tentacle eye stocky thing. Ooh, gross. Yeah, you wanted to eat that. No, I didn't. I knew it was crap. What time is it? Yeah, that was my light. It's been like another hour. Okay, so well, it's an hour seven, so I yeah. let another one. Okay, let's keep going. So, Tally, I need you to make a survival check. Okay. <laughs> what now? <laughs> you have to check if you survive. Check if I survive. Hey, that's pretty fucking good. I think I did great. Okay, awesome. So you actually do a pretty good job of finding ways to walk through without dipping down into water too much. Watch your step here. Give me a hand. And jump. There you go. Also, as you're walking through and looking behind you, there's a couple of points where you realize "Eh, those trees weren't there before, or they were over 
that way before. They aren't moving like in any way to follow you, but you can tell trees are moving when you're not looking. That's weird. So it would be very easy to get lost, especially if you were trying to use landmarks mm-hmm. to get through. Got it. <laughs> I point that out. I got a way we could probably keep uh, finding our way. Spikes. <laughs> we're not going to use those unless it's absolutely necessary. Oh, if you have a pebble to bother. I said I was sorry. <laughs> so you continue on for another three hours, making what you feel is good progress through the march. <laughs> for what we can tell. Yeah. Okay, how about 10? Can we find an area that's relatively, like, dry? Yeah. We do that, and then... <sighs> okay. Is there one with a tree? Yes. Okay. Okay, gonna cast Guidance on myself. Then open a door back to, into Sarah's office. Okay. As instructed. I shift into a wolf and... <laughs> uh, go ahead and make the Wisdom check. Okay. There you go. 10 plus 4, I cast Guidance on myself. You should I did. said I did. So that's 15. That's enough to push the door open, and you find yourself pushing open the door to Sarah's office. Anybody in here? You see Sarah, James, and Harmon. Oh! Standing in Sarah's office. What day is it? Oh, you're pretty well on the dot, actually. You know Harmon. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Kind of looks over at at him. How you doing? Harmon says in a very clear musical voice. Fine, thank you. Oh, you can speak now. I mean, you could speak before, but you can speak better now. Yes. Thank you for introducing me to Nikki. You are so very welcome. <sighs> Down to James. Okay. Last chance to turn back. Nope. Didn't think so. I, I should warn you before we go in. Talia's been acting a bit strange. Strange how? It's, it's hard to explain. Just, uh, just don't be surprised if she doesn't quite look the same way that you remember her. Things have changed. Celine, you're kind of scaring me. Just sigh and look away. Lead lead me back through. As you're about to lead, Sarah calls out. You be careful, James, and you, Celine. We'll do our best. Can I hear? Muffled. Like, you, you hear people talking, but... You're having a hard time making out what's actually being said. Oh, okay. So James steps forward and Harmon Wait, comes up you're, with... you're not coming with, are you? Yes. You, you you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. You can't. No, look at James. Hey, he found me. <laughs> and pretty well demanded that I take him to you, so... Well, here I am. What do you want? To help. You can help by staying here. Keeping yourself safe. It's bad enough I have to take this asshole with me. I help. Do you really have the energy to argue with it? No. Well, then let's go. What is he going to do? Play music for the fae? Play fae music? I'm having this conversation with you in my head. Because you know how, like, when you're married to someone, you construct, like, a, a, a version of them in your head and you can talk to them? Right. Or is that just me? Do I just talk to you? <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, well, you know, it's, it's some his insides of Faye. Maybe he'll help. All right, listen, listen, you two. I'm letting you in here, but the minute that either of you get out or anything worse, I'm pull, I'm pushing you right back into the material world. Understand? Fine. Let's go. 
And I'm like off to the side of where the door is, hiding so they don't immediately see me. Uh-huh. And then I stop and I turn back. I mean it, what I said about Talia. And then I go through. And as soon as I see her, I shift. Okay. So I like, give you like, go, go. I give you a thumbs up, go. All right, James steps through the doorway, like with a concerned look on his face. Oh, gods. Oh, gods, it happened. Talia, what? And then immediately I jump on him and take him to the ground. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Talia, Talia, no. Talia? Pull out, Wait, a, ta- t- pull out a square bottle and square you. I don't care. Yeah, I know. It's like I'm <laughs> trying to discipline our cats, like they just don't care. Celine, where's Talia? What the fuck is this wolf? It's, that wolf is Talia. I told you. And I just lay on him. <laughs> what? What do you mean this wolf is Talia? Get, yeah, get, lick get, him. God, get, get off me. Lick him again. Yeah. <laughs> you know she licks your butt with it. <laughs> what? Don't do it. And then I roll on him. Celine, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I told you. I told you back there. Talia, get off. Get off me. I tilt my head. Talia. <laughs> Give you a look like, bitch, really? Now's your chance, James. <laughs> James, now your chance. Yeah, okay. He actually, like, wraps his legs around your body and, like, spins <laughs> and gets on top of you. And quickly, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm like, yay, play. Quickly stands up and, like, backs four paces away. And I get up and my tail's, like, going a million miles a minute. Like, okay. That wolf is Talia. I nod. What do you think? He sees you nod and just gives you just the biggest what the fuck look. I told you, James. There are worse things that can happen to people in the Feywilds. The wolf looks at Celine like... Celine says this with like complete, complete sincerity. Uh-huh. Suddenly it's just like this look comes over James's face. Wait. You were off... Doing some like weird secret shit for a while. Tell ya. You can understand me, yeah? Nods. As far as we can tell, she's, she can. I roll my eyes. <laughs> can you turn back? I turn around and shift back. None of you were any fun, you know that? I'm plenty of fun. I helped you set that up. <laughs> <laughs> the face slap just echoes as James just face palms. <laughs> You know, she face echoes palm. around the marsh. You know, she face palmed louder when she, uh... <laughs> <laughs> the face palm that was heard around the world. Yeah. Uh, Harmon? What are you doing here? He wanted to help, too. Hello. He talks now. N- nice voice. Thank you. Nikki installed it. What are you doing here? Helping. I look, I look at Talia like, I know. <laughs> you do know where we are, right? The Feywild. You do realize that is... It is very dangerous. Do you know what that weld means? If you think you can handle it. Look at Talia like, what? No, nothing Kelly Jesus. What are you going to say? No? Yeah. Okay, send him back. Almond, you have to go back. No. All right, then. I can't control these people. <sighs> James is looking around. Where the fuck are we? The Avamash. We're supposed to find the egg of the Avalmash. And help her do something. 
That's first part of my contract. Weird, because he said three heads. I didn't know I had to help with that. Huh. Um, I walk over to James. You do know you don't have to be here, right? I tried that already. This is my fault that I'm here. I know. But yes, I do have to be here. Why, James? You're not obligated. And you're not my boss anymore. No. But as you have made abundantly clear to me, we are friends. I looked up that word. Which one? Hana. Found it buried in some deep texts. Her face actually turns bright red. You know he knows how to read, right? Like, he can look this shit up. So, I'm here to help my Nisa. I'm gonna cry. Hang on. <laughs> he just flashes a smile. Alright, time works differently here, so... He pulls out a very fancy pocket watch. One of these, right? Yep. Clicks it open. Uh, it is currently 5 a.m. Closes it and looks around. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I actually don't know if this place has a night. Fuck, that's disconcerting. You have absolutely no idea. You really don't. <laughs> Alright, also, if you smell anything that smells good, chances are it's out to kill you. Right. Okay. Alright, I lead them through the non-wet bits. <laughs> right, and make another survival check. Okay. Ooh, hey, 19 plus... Plus stuff, yeah. Plus stuff, yeah. You manage to continue making your way through the marsh. And as you're going, you're seeing some more kind of weird stuff. At one point, way off to the left, you see just a sudden burst of several sparks of light that just explode up out of the marsh and just hang in the air, twinkling like glitter. Oh, look at that. What the hell is that? It's pretty. It's that I suppose, but why? Why not? That should be the theme of this place. Why not? Yeah. That is the Feywild. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> why not? There's something following us. How do you know? Some firelight off to our right. It's been flickering in and out of the trees. I look for it. Make a perception check. Nat 20. You spot it. You spot this like little candle that is walking. So like, how big is it? Six inches tall. And it actually looks like a small person made of wax with a wick coming out the top of their head. It is a candle sprite. What's a candle sprite? What is a candle sprite? Do I know? They tend to like to live in areas that are hazardous to travelers because they tend to lure travelers into the hazardous areas and then live off the corpse for years as... I relay all this. <laughs> so best not to follow the lights. That is just all kinds of unsettling. I told you. I fucking told you. I have... I told you, I'm... Is that middle name, James? Yes, but only my mother knows it. <laughs> What's your middle name, James? <laughs> if you don't tell me, I'm going to make one up. Eugene. Excellent. That's cute. 
good to know. <laughs> you know, names have powerful things in the web. I smile. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if the creepiest thing that comes out of this adventure is Celine. You wouldn't be surprised? I'm in front of you and my head turns around. Funny. Yeah, okay. Alright then. How long have we been walking? Uh, it's been another four hours. Four hours Feywild time or four hours real time? Four hours the light going on and off time. Okay. Does the terrain look any different? Is it still the same, like, marsh? It's still the same marsh. In fact, it's actually getting thicker as you go, which is both helpful and hindering at the same time because there's technically more dry spots to walk, but those dry spots are more and more just becoming tree roots. It's lots of trees everywhere, right? Yeah. Hold on a moment. I put my wings. They fly up above the trees to see if I can see anything. Okay. You fly up and just see expanse of forest around you. Forest and marsh. And make me a perception check. 17 plus 4, 21. You like look out towards the outer edges, looking and towards the outer edge of the trees. You kind of have to blink and shake your head a little bit and look again. The outer ring of trees on the outermost edge of everything you can see are just slowly moving in a counterclockwise circle. I go back down and I release the, the trees one? Yeah. I go back down and I release The hell does that mean? Marsh is sent here. How thick are the trees? Like, are we talking it's just now, like, the trees and then water? For the most part, yeah. Can you move a boat through that? It would take some navigation. Okay. I don't think that's quite... That's not gonna work. Okay. Not a bad thought, though, but it would take some skillful navigation to manage the water through here. I'm more worried about Harmon. Harmon's tolerating along quite well, actually. Does the, water, okay. does the moisture in this marsh bother you very much, Harmon? You're not getting on rusty or... I am fine, thank you for asking. You could go back. could open a door right now and put you right back. Nope. The broker said that it was at the center of the marsh, right? Yep. Could I tell where in relation to, like, the center? Not really. Given how long you've been traveling, you feel as if, like, looking behind, you should have been able to see the edge of the marsh. I guess we just keep traveling inward? I guess so. See what other choice we got until we can figure out what to do. Could send Cortez out. Try. At least through the trees. Yes. So, uh, you take my hand. And I'm going to go into Cortez. You send Cortez through the trees up ahead, and... He sees, like, a number of similarly weird creatures, but after another hundred yards mm -hmm. through the trees, there's a bit of a clearing, sort of. Can I speak when he's... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I'm... I'm you just, just can't hear us. I'm describing what I'm seeing. Yeah. There's a bit of a clearing in that the trees become thinner, but the canopy above is just as thick. But in the middle of this clearing with a dotted stone path sticking up out of the marsh water leading up to a ladder is a hut raised on stilts sitting above the water. I can control Cortez. Mm -hmm. He's going to go up to that. Okay. See a door? Uh-huh. Going to knock at it. So lands on the front porch and pecks at the door. The house groans 
and Cortez feels yeah. it sway a little bit. a little bit, like, yeah. what? And the door opens, and this very old woman looks down at Cortez and, like, squints at him. He's looking back at you. She narrows her eyes and is suddenly no longer looking at Cortez, but looking straight into Cortez's eye mm-hmm. at you. Celine? I can't hear you. But I, like, squeeze your hand. I don't do anything. I just wait. Sending familiars to spy is not very polite. I didn't mean to spy. Squawk, squawk, squawk. <laughs> no, I'm I'm saying this out loud. Oh, okay. I didn't. I did not mean to spy. I was just. I like. I start shaking your hand. <sighs> you, you feel that? Uh, I come out of Cortez. I relay everything. Are you okay? I think so. Is Cortez okay? Yeah. He takes off the porch and flutters back. Mm-hmm. Wait. So that. That's her, then. I guess? I don't know. Because we head in that direction. Yeah, let's try for it. Okay. About 100 yards further in that direction is the clearing and the house. Now, when I said stilts earlier, it's not on traditional four stilts, but it, it's actually more like looking like it's sitting on two trees that are holding it above the water. Like how I above the water. Well, there's, a, there's a ladder. There's a ladder, yeah. Okay. A ladder that leads up to the porch. It's like six, seven feet off the ground, or off the off the edge of the water. Here goes nothing. Um, I start heading over to the, the house, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the old woman is standing on the porch, looking out. Does she have a broom? She is not holding a broom, but you get a better look at her, and she has a very long, beaky nose, a couple of, like, warts on her face, and her gray hair is patchy and scraggly and just hanging down. It looks like it's constantly wet, and she's just bent over and and squints out at you a lot. Morning, ma'am. Good morning, and good spring to you. To you as well. I was sent to help you. About time, she... (laughs) <laughs> snaps her fingers and turns around and heads it back into the house, but leaves the doorway open. I look back at everybody. Oh, okay. I guess we're expected. Guess so. I guess so. so. All right, I follow her in. All right, so you climb up onto the porch and head inside. Into a room that is significantly bigger than what the hut you saw outside. You know, I should. Yeah, Okay. It is a very cozy sitting room. A lot like what you remember Nick Nevin's space being, except this is enclosed in water warped wood and lots of knickknacks hanging around on the shelves. Uh, My message, James, uh, do yourself a favor and don't apologize while you're here. Okay? I'm looking at the knickknacks. A very wise choice. What kind of knickknacks out there? Looking around, a lot of animal carvings, Mm -hmm. various wooden carved figures, some of creatures you recognize, some of creatures you don't. A lot of bones hanging from the ceiling with various types of skulls lined up on shelves. Like how big are they? Varying sizes. Some appear to be humanoids. Some are very much not. There actually looks to be a stool 
that is made from a giant-sized skull. Oh. Okay. Okay. Celine is putting on a pretty good poker face, but you can like see. I want them. <laughs> oh, there are so many skulls in here. I'm so happy. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't get your name, ma'am. No, you did not. May I have your title then? I am the Hag of the Evermarsh. All right. What can I help you with? Tea first. I look at the camera. Oh, my turn to James. Don't eat anything either. She snaps back. I'm not giving you face shit. I like you. I like her too, but I'm still warning him. Don't eat anything. I still say it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, but still. But I give him a look like, don't. I, I, I look at him and like, why did I shake my head? Don't do it. Okay, tea first then. She goes to the small fireplace. It looks like it's made out of river stone, put together with mud clay, and takes off a giant black kettle and starts pouring hot cups of tea. Sit, sit, please. I sit tentatively. <laughs> I also sit tentatively. She hands out cups. Some of them are like simple cups of mud clay. Celine, she hands you one that's made out of a skull. I'm like really trying to keep my poker face, but it's out of two eyes of delight in my eyes. I'm drinking out of a skull. Upon taking it, you can actually, you immediately recognize it as a child's skull. It's awful, but also super cool. <laughs> She's thinking, I wonder if she would miss this if I just, it just vanished. And I look at you and I'm like, ahem. What? I can see that look in your face. What look in my face? This is in wife speak, by the way. Yeah, like, what? 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 <laughs> like that we come up with wife speak. Yeah, wife speak. Yeah, there's night speak and wife speak. They're quite different. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. We get our tea, I guess. I'm not drinking it. Uh, I I smell it. What does it smell like? It smells very earthy. I can tentatively take a sip. I'm here to help. They can't kill us. It tastes like tea. Just plain, simple earthy tea. Okay then. You're next, Harmon. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Harmon just like takes the cup and is like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Harmon actually doesn't get a cup. Figured. Mm. But she sits in this very overstuffed armchair that has bits of stuffing just like sticking out of it. Uh-huh. <sighs> so, he who stands between has... Finally sent his bite bound. Is that what they call it? It's what I call it. That's a bad name, Yep. You, I am here to help. You know, you'll probably hate me for this, but I gave him that snake. It hurts. Yes, yes, it does. Quite painful. The venom, it binds one to the owner's intentions. Celine is like, trying really hard not to scoff or roll her eyes or do anything to uh, just just trying to play nice trying to not say trying to not even be here really it makes deal making such as his quite interesting for he does not need to speak the entirety of the arrangement uh, as long as they agree to shake his hand yeah i do hate you 
she smiles and it's a very metallic smile. <laughs> okay. And upon smiling, like makes a weird motion with her mouth and pops out her teeth and sits them in a jar next to her and starts drinking her tea. The teeth in the jar, you recognize instantly as iron. So, one of those people that like to get right to the point, what can I help you with? <sighs> yes, well, I require an egg. An egg? A very specific egg. Oh. <laughs> I, was like, like, I was like, we got some in the house. I'll get you one right now. Here you go. All right. I have lost it. Oh, well, rather, I have not been able to find it. It is somewhere in this house. And she, like, kind of yells up at the house as <laughs> if speaking to it. But it won't tell me where it is. <laughs> she just gives a super annoyed look at the house. You lost an egg in the house, and the house won't tell you where you lost the egg. Yes, it's being petulant, which I say is unbecoming for a structure of its age. Talia's mouth is in a permanent mouth open position. What the absolute- I'm gonna reach over and I just close it. James just sips his tea <laughs> quietly, just- I haven't touched my tea. I mean, I'm holding it, but I haven't drank any. Okay. Um. Do you know what the egg looks like? Yes, it looks like an egg. And she holds her hands in about the size of like a volleyball. <laughs> that's a big egg. It's a big Twinkie. I suppose. At least that's about the size they come in. It could be slightly bigger or slightly smaller. What kind of egg is it? She says a word that is technically Sylvan, but is so long you actually lose track of it like halfway in her saying it. All right, I have no idea what that is. Of course you don't. It's the last of its kind. At least until the next one is laid, but anyways. So where would you suggest? Where's the last place you saw it? <laughs> I never, I haven't seen it. Did the house lay the egg? Yes! Oh! I reach into the bag of holding and just pull out my bottle of fireball. <laughs> <laughs> Uncork it and pour some in the tea and then I start drinking the tea. It won't tell me where it's laying the egg and I've been the last several months searching for it. Okay. Just so I understand. Your house has laid the egg and it won't tell you where it's put it and you need us to find it. Just so I'm absolutely 100% clear on this. You, yes, you are a very slow child, or are you not? In my world, buildings don't lay eggs. In this world, most buildings don't lay eggs. Okay. All right, do you have a map of your house or what? No. Celine pulled my whiskey and he was just chugging like, <laughs> Where have you looked so we can avoid those places? Well, 
I have looked in the kitchen. I have looked in my bedroom. I have looked in the animal pens. I have searched the alchemical laboratories, although I was distracted in there, so it might do to check there again. I glanced through the library, but it seemed like a silly place for it to hide the egg. I haven't checked the observatory, though I meant to go find it there. Say, say, I say this quietly, like, I've now I'm like, okay, now I've got, like, two good swigs of whiskey in me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I say, did you check the graveyard? First place I looked, dearie. What? How big is this house? As big as I want it. Well, why don't you make it small enough so that you can find the egg? Well, that would be too small. But then you can make it bigger again, right? It takes time. And will be faster, I guess. So, how many rooms do you have? I haven't counted them. Oh, good. <laughs> is it more than, like... Is it bigger than a bread box? Is it more than, it more than like, 20? Yes. More than, like, 50? Yes. More than 100? Quite possibly. Oh, oh good. Wolf's fangs. All right. I don't have time for this. <sighs> okay. Is there anything we should be concerned about wandering through your house? Yes. Would anything attack us? Quite possibly. Do we get to attack it back? I would expect you to defend yourself. If things in my house are treating guests so ill-manneredly, then yes, by all means. And give it a good whacking. <laughs> oh, it'll get quite the whacking. There is a squid that lives in my animal pen that always tries to nip at my ankles. A squid? Say squid? Yes, a squid. It's like, again, delight, but like trying to keep it, trying to keep it together because it's like, like it's so cool. <laughs> okay. You three got that? We're looking for an egg the house laid. Right, right, right. This is not in any way insane. Then he, ta- he takes another <laughs> sip of tea. I, I, I like the fireball, like, huh? He passes his cup over. Oh, so many you go. Oh, right. Drink up. Is there any chance the egg might hatch? Could that be the problem that it's hatched? No, I, I have never had that problem before. It won't hatch until it hits swamp water. All right. Have you checked the swamp water? I think I would notice another house growing next door. You know, you would think that. Again, I've got like three good <laughs> You think you would notice that, but... So, I, I turned to the three of you. Okay, nobody split up, first and foremost. Why not? Getting lost. Do you have, any, do you have some string? <laughs> we could just tie string to each other. And... We're not splitting up. We're going to go through each room and look for an egg. You know, when I came, when I, when I offered to come through, this is not what I expected to be doing. What did I tell you? You want to go back? No. Is there something specific that I could smell that you have? Like maybe a previous egg or something? Like a shell of some kind? Oh, Yes, I suppose I do. She goes and fetches a small cooking pot. It has a handle to it that's been attached, but the pot portion of it is made of a very thick shell-like material that is this light gray covered in kind of sickly green spots. Okay. Kind of looks like a Yoshi egg. (laughs) Yoshi! 
Can I smell that pot then? Like not the inside, but yeah. the outside of it. Sure, make a make a smell check. Okay. Guidance. Thank you. Ugh, that was horrible. Guidance. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. You think you get a bit of a scent off of it? It's been used for cooking, right. but you think you're able to get a little bit of a scent off of it? All right. It smells like a chicken. Well, we'll get started. Very well. And she motions to a doorway. There's no door, but it's just like a right. a doorway off into another room. All right, I shift. You shift? Into a wolf. Oh, okay. My sense of smell might be heightened, I think. Yeah. That is just nifty and all kinds of strange. I look up at him and I wag my tail. <laughs> and then I start searching for that scent. Okay. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Feywild West presented by Let's Be Legendary podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to leave us a rating and review. It helps us out a lot and we'll read your reviews on the podcast. We're all over social media, so you can find links on our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com. We also have a list of links in our show notes. Our Discord server is a pretty active place these days, so please stop by and say hello. You can find a link to that too in our show notes and on our website. If you want to go a step further, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get to listen to episodes two days before the general public. Plus, you'll get exclusive sneak peeks on new art, DM and player's notes, deleted scenes, bloopers, and more. You'll also get access to Bonus Round, a limited exclusive series run by our patrons. We have a lot planned this year, so we hope you'll join us. Talia Argent-Gray is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent-Gray is played by Megzi Sass Council. And our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects can be found in the show notes. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Emrit Esperar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.